0: Hello out there in Radioland. This is Rob, and you are listening to Hearing Damage Guaranteed. And just checking the mic here. Yes. And that was, of course, Metallica doing a track called Motor Breath. And the reason I chose that song today uh, was we have photographer extraordinaire Raymond in here. Do you prefer Raymond or Ray? Does it matter? It doesn't really matter. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever works. Um, so, uh, anyway, yeah, my official name is Robert, but uh, if anyone called me Robert I, other than my mom, I <laughs> think I might be like what's going on. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway, uh, I actually chose Metallica because I mean, I don't, I've never actually asked you, so I'm going to ask you right now. Uh, so, just so you know, Raymond uh, is a, a punk and metal photographer, much like myself, has a much uh lengthier uh I hesitate to use the word career but uh but a career of photographing music so and I know that you keep a meticulous record of the bands that you've seen do you have any idea how many times you've seen Metallica
1: I believe 46 it's mid 40s level I want (laughs) to say 45 46 yeah
0: Incredible. Incredible. So I knew it was up there. I had no idea it was that <laughs> high. Uh obviously you're shooting for five oh, I would imagine. Um, but I, I just when I think of you, I think of Metallica. I don't <laughs> It's just it kind of like parallels each other in my brain. So that was the big hit there of Metallica. I have plenty of questions for you. I truly appreciate you coming in. This is gonna be so rad. Yes, thank I, you for having me. Absolutely. I had a little preview of Uh, some of your tracks that you're gonna play and I'm very excited so with no further ado I'm going to kick things off here with a really short set of some great 90s punk rock stuff I chose I must kick things off here with Turbo Negro doing Prince of the Rodeo earlier bands the Riotards doing I'm So Gone before that was Rocket from the Crypt doing a track called Jumper Cables and I guess I could say this on the air now uh, because it was 150 million years ago but I was just sharing a story with Raymond about when I saw them many years ago in a a hard rock cafe here in San Francisco that's now defunct I uh, ripped a photo of <laughs> Mick Jagger off of the wall and took it home, and he he was asking me what happened to the photo, and I have no idea because when I moved out, I left it at the house. So uh, watch out for the punks in Hard Rock Cafe; they'll take everything. Uh, before that was New Bomb Turks from their amazing record, Destroyal Boy, and they did a track called "Born to Lose" and Nashville Pussy doing Snake Eyes. Hey, I have a question, random question. Were you at these? I think it might have been their very first show in the Bay Area. Were you at the Nashville Pussy Show they, they played at the Chameleon?
1: Yes. As a matter of fact, I was. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> That's so cool.
0: Um, that was an incredible show. That was. Way. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we started things off with the almighty Turbo Negro doing prints of the rodeo uh, from their Apocalypse Dudes record. So, um, I have a bunch of questions for you, but I really wanted to just kick into your tunes and kind of give people a flavor of what you're into. So, uh, coming up, I'm going to actually, don't have your set list in front of you, maybe you even have it memorized, but uh, if you could tell us uh, what you're going to kick things off with and then uh, if there was any significance to why you chose this particular track.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to kick it off with the Grannies, um, just legendary San Francisco punk band. Um. One of the very first bands I photographed, and I probably saw them god probably 15, 20 times over the years. Um, one of my favorite San Francisco bands of all time. They just put on such an entertaining show. And m- I'm sure many people know Sluggo, the guitar player. is just an amazing guitar player. And uh, they're just, they've just been one of my favorite bands. And I kind of think that they're the band that got me into concert photography in the first place, you know. I'd go to their shows with just a little point and shoot, not having a clue as to what I was doing. And I would always come away with these great photos because they were so, they were so great on stage and they would always pose for me and just became friends with them over the years, did a couple photo shoots with them, had a couple photos on their record covers. So again, just, just one
0: of my favorite San Francisco bands. And what's really cool about them is they're still playing all these years later. So. Yeah,
1: they, they did uh, the Scott alcohol um, show I guess it was maybe about a year ago, six months, mm-hmm. a year ago. Um but they still I'm I'm hoping that they'll play again. You know, I think they were kinda defunct for a while, but hopefully they'll Oh, I didn't realize that future. was a
0: kind of a one-off it was, situation. It was, oh, yeah. okay that's That's cool. And, uh if you don't mind sharing, uh, don't, you do a have to disclose your age, but when when, when you, you little when you you when you you a you Uh, the grannies you said that was the first band you kind of shot
1: um that was maybe 2005 or so it was right about the time i moved to the mission so yeah i want to say about 2005.
0: fantastic right on um well i have a million questions more but with that big hype there i really want to hear the song so crime still pays by the grannies
1: We are here. So you just heard uh, Flying Turns by the band Crash Course in Science. Before that was the legendary San Francisco band, Crime. Before that was brand new Godflesh, which I am really stoked about. They will be at DNA Lounge in June, so I'm really stoked to see them again. Before that was another one of my favorite San Francisco bands, Vorlust. Before that was, of course, Seven Seconds with Young Until I Die. And we started it off with the Grannies.
0: Sick, sick stuff. Um, so, as I've mentioned a couple times, uh, you are also a show photographer. Uh, so, I kind of wanted to just—these uh, are really random questions. <laughs> so, I was curious. Um, <clears throat> do you have a Do you have a favorite venue to shoot in San Francisco?
1: Um, it's hard to say. I've always loved the Warfield. I mean, I've been seeing shows at the Warfield since you know the early 80s Um, so I kind of always have had an attachment to that place Um, it's I love Great American Music Hall as we were talking about earlier yeah another one of my favorite San Francisco venues Um, it it varies I mean to me it depends more on the band playing you know Um, I like to think that I can work around with any venue you know Uh, I definitely have my favorites as far as photography goes as far as lighting and stage and everything but uh, I would probably have to say the Warfield overall is my favorite Bay Area venue
0: right on right on Um, and then second as a photographer I know these questions I want to ask Um, I have never actually asked you a second question here as you know I'm uh, I don't have real good luck sometimes with my equipment have some uh, stale stage dive failures with my flashes occasionally. <laughs> uh, and that's not me stage diving, It's usually people jumping on top of me. Uh, I, I'm assuming that you've probably had some gear broken. Uh, do you have any good stories of like a, a lens getting ripped off your camera or a flash or anything of that nature? Um,
1: yeah, I've had, I've had multiple um, equipment failures shall we say. One in particular was Guitar Wolf at bottom of the hill. <laughs> My flash just ended up basically snapped in half. I'm not even sure how it happened. You know, I was up against the stage and with the stage divers, uh, I just kind of got caught up in it all. And I looked down, and my flash is half of it is on the floor. Um, But you know, that goes with the territory. I I fully expect if I'm shooting a show like that, that there could be some consequential damage. So, uh, you know, what can you do? You just kind of got to roll with it and. And make the best of it, and <laughs> go out and buy a new
0: flash. I, yeah, yeah. I felt I felt so bad uh, recently. This f- very young photographer I know here in San Francisco was at uh, one of the uh, crazy skate park shows, where they. I don't know if you've seen any of those down. There's, like, a wide sidewalk area right near uh, 3rd and uh, Caesar. Yes. And uh, right at the end of Indiana Street there, and they've been doing some shows there. And it was uh, the Cancer Christ show, but it was the band before Cancer Christ. And someone did, like, a... And, you know, there's no, like, stage lighting (laughs) or stuff. It's an outdoor show. So it's dark as hell. And someone did a cartwheel. When they came around on the cartwheel, they, they kicked her camera, and it ripped her flash off. But it actually ripped the top of her camera off Oh wow. so the hot shoe completely ripped off so like the, <laughs> all like the whole like it was all like the size of like a maybe like a a 50 cent piece or something right but like the whole top of her camera was gone
1: <laughs> I, was <literally> I shouldn't <laughs> laugh but i i can feel her pain you know i know exactly how that must feel
0: and uh i, I tried to the only um positive thing i could come up with was like because. I've known her for, you know, a little bit, and she's been like, I've had my camera for too many years kind of person, which I totally understand. Uh, I was like, well, you know, you've really been talking about, you know, how old your (laughs) camera is. (laughs) I know you're a broke student, but maybe you can figure something out and go get a new camera. So I hope she, I haven't seen her, I don't see her very often, but I hope she went out and was able to get a new camera. Yeah. And for anyone out there, I'm uh, going <laughs> to give you my weird piece of advice that I give all photographers who, especially young kids, um, who don't have a lot of money, or for old kids who don't have a lot of money too, uh, for show photographers, uh, you know, I always recommend going to Best Buy and buying uh, your camera products at Best Buy, and then uh, doing their extended warranty Geek Squad thing, <laughs> and uh, because. Hopefully, no one from Best Buy is listening, but uh, I doubt that. But I actually um, I tested that theory, and I decimated this flash. Oh, I didn't. Some stage driver jumped on me, and it broke into like four pieces, and uh, took it in in like a plastic bag. And I I was like, hey, I need to do my exchange. I have a damaged piece of equipment, and I pulled it out all like four pieces of the flash, and the guy was like. What happened here? And I made up some story about uh, my camera was on a tripod and fell over or whatever. But um, they exchanged it. Wow. At no cost. Nice. No, no questions, no cost. Huh. So extended warranty at Best Buy. Just remember that when you're buying. There <laughs> you go.
1: Photo, concert photography advice yeah. from Rob.
0: Yes, of course. Um, it's, a, it's a savior. Um, because there's nothing worse than looking down at your broken camera and knowing it's going to cost you X amount of dollars. Oh, to it's, replace a shitty,
1: it. it's a shitty feeling.
0: Yeah, especially if it's at the beginning of the show. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> like, the- you couldn't wait till the end of the show exactly. Um, and that was a funny thing uh, to segue into something else. Uh, I saw a video of a show recently. Spy played. I, I was there, but I had to I had to leave early because I had to get up at three a.m. the next morning. But I saw a video of a show, and uh, they were trying to keep people off the stage from stage diving. Right, uh-huh. and about midway through Spy set, and Spy only plays like. 12 minutes or something anyway so six minutes in you know uh the singer of spy was like he's like hey i know everybody It was told they can't stage dive but you know what we're the last fucking band and we only got a few more songs so let's get it off <laughs> like and like like a hundred kids got on the stage and there was like one bouncer he was really chill about it but like he just gave up he tried to grab like one and then like 20 other kids stage dove in that three seconds and you just, he just had a big smile on his face, and he just walked off the stage and enjoyed. like. But I thought that was pretty funny. Like You're just like, hey, if you get thrown out, you're not going to miss much. Either. Exactly, so, exactly. All right. Anyway, I, oh, I lost my headphones there, but I can hear myself. Um, I'm going to let things uh, continue on with your set. I want to make sure you get all your tracks in today. So uh, if you could tell us uh, what you're going to be hearing next i think we got a, like a two second preview of it when it bled into the other track
1: we did and in case you didn't recognize it it's over doing their cover of black sabbath solitude
0: this song is so ripping uh here we go My
2: name
3: First sure
0: seven seconds double dose for this show uh do you want to tell us what we just heard there
1: yes so that was just one day and yes that was the seven se- second seven second song in my set before that was dead serious by attitude adjustment before that was hey asshole by 1000 homo djs one of the many great wax tracks side project bands before that was of course gbh with gimme fire before GBH, we heard Motorhead, Go to Hell, off of what I personally feel is their best record, Iron Fist. Before that was 1969 um, by The Sisters of Mercy. Of course, that was Iggy and the Stooges cover, and we kicked it all off with Solitude by Ulver.
0: Perfect. Um, thank you. Uh, I actually had a question for you. I, I don't actually know the answer to this. Uh, my poser poserdom is going to come through here. Despite being a big Whack Tracks Uh, fanatic and actually living in Chicago at kind of like when wax tracks was peaking Um, so I got to see some of those bands I don't actually know who did the 1000 homo DJs who did that consist of do you know was that like um, it wasn't an Al Jorgensen project or anything it was
1: it it was Al Jorgensen Um, Trent Reznor was involved with it Uh, of course Paul Barker Uh huh. Um, I want to say Paul Ferguson too I'm not sure. I know there was somebody else, and I can't remember who it was at right now.
0: I'll be damned. But I yeah, have no idea.
1: It was the the usual group of usual suspects that did a lot of those one-off bands, records, sure. what have you.
0: Yeah, they, they all kind of had their finger in the pies, if yeah. you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, very cool. Thank you. Um, so I kind of wanted to jump back. We were talking about, you said you pretty much one of your favorite venues in the city is a Warfield. Uh, do you have any kind of at least in your brain any like do you have a favorite like a legendary favorite show or like even a good Warfield story like you're like I can't believe what I just saw at the Warfield do you have anything you want to share with the there? oh yeah out there?
1: well the craziest show as most um, Bay Area Metalheads know was Motorhead Merciful Fate and Exciter that was 1985 I believe and I don't remember now if it was Harold O, who I'm sure many of you know, but somebody jumped from the balcony level, not, not the balcony proper, but those little alcoves they have on the side, like if you're on the floor at the... Warfield, and you look up, there's like a little, almost like theater seating, kind of like there's room for two or three chairs. How did they even get up there? I have no idea. (laughs) I have no idea. But that show was nuts. And people, this was back when there were chairs on the Warfield floor, and people were just ripping the chairs out of the floor, ripping the cushions, throwing everything and anything that they can find. It was pretty wild. And then a few years later, Exodus played there, and I believe they headlined with MOD. Which was Billy Milano's ban after SOD, and that was just as equally as nuts. Wow! Like, I that had to have been the last show where the Warfield had uh, chairs that were bolted to the floor because they were just they were getting yanked right out of the concrete.
0: That's an, that's an incredible story. I, I haven't seen, a, frankly, I haven't seen a lot of shows at the Warfield. Um, but my most oh. profound memory was sl- the first time. I saw Slayer there. It was just so batshit crazy, and um, I don't know if the guy ended up being paralyzed or not. But I saw somebody get. It wasn't the crowd's fault. No one was being malicious. But you know when the crowd surfers, uh, they get shoved to the front, and then they kind of get tossed by the crowd into the barrier, like the open oh, yeah. barrier. Oh yeah. So the the bouncers did their best um, diving catch try try to catch the person but they missed and person landed uh, like across those that metal kind of bar step stool stuff at the bottom Mm -hmm. and they weren't moving they weren't moving at all uh you might i'm almost curious because i obviously i wasn't photographing we weren't photographing in the pit at that time were you does that ring any bells with you Mm, no. I think it was later in the set, so if you were photographing that show, you were probably already out of the pit.
1: I don't believe I ever photographed Slayer at the warfield. Um, I may have been at that show if it was when they were doing Rain and Blood, yeah, and they had the blood you know yeah. coming down from the the rafters during their set, so yeah, I was there, but no i didn't I was not photographing that show
0: the um anyways, this guy got tossed over the barrier, and uh I don't know if he was paralyzed or not, but uh he wasn't moving. And uh, Slayer just kept playing. And so this, these huge bouncers got these very tiny uh, medics through the Slayer pit <laughs> and got them into the uh, barrier. And then they... they so okay, I want to make it clear, the Slayer never stopped playing. They brought a backboard out uh, from the back of the stage. They put the guy on the backboard. They strapped him uh, on the backboard and then picked him up. And carry him off the stage. The whole time, Slayer just kept <laughs> playing. It was mind blowing. Sounds like Slayer. Yeah, I mean, hey, show doesn't stop. The, yeah, you know, the type, the tsunami will always roll forward, and and then <clears throat> at the end of the show, I was outside, and they had an ambulance parked on the um, on the sidewalk. And I heard all these people chanting Slayer. And I, in my head, I was like, oh, was one, like one of the band members coming out? Like, what's happening? And it was that guy uh, who had been, and he was fully strapped, which makes uh-huh. me think he might have been either broken neck or something. Like, his whole body was strapped all the way down this thing. Wow. And uh, there was, like, 20 or 30 like Slayer fans like running next to the, <laughs> the gurney. <laughs> they wheeled him to the ambulance, and they're all screaming, Slayer,
1: Slayer. Sounds like Slayer fans. And
0: uh, the guy able was able to muster up like a goat horn hand with one arm <laughs> and everybody went nuts. And then they they put him in the ambulance and I have a vision that he's probably like like probably like a like paraplegic or something now. <laughs> but he's like, Yeah dude, it was so cool. I was he at probably <laughs> loves to tell the story of how he
1: became that way.
0: Yeah. At least he's got a good story. Yeah, You're yeah. not like, Oh, I slipped on some ice on my front porch or something. So those shows that you just mentioned, though, can you give me a time frame of, like, when those were? Those sound so legendary to me. I don't think I ever saw a show in the Warfield where the seats were bolted.
1: That was, I believe it was 1985. Um, my memory is a little foggy from my my teenage middle years, but I be- I want to say it was 84
0: or 85. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I believe uh, Merciful Fate had just released Don't Break the Oath. So I, wa- I think it was nineteen eighty
0: four. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I was still in uh Indiana <laughs> at that point. <laughs> living living it up in uh Hoosierville. So thank you. Thank you for the stories. Um let's see, I don't forty minutes left here. I think are going to to I'm based on California. Thank you for those missing and I do a radio show every other Tuesday from six to eight PM uh and it's usually a mishmash of punk and metal and post-punk and industrial and a little bit of everything and i do love having guest djs come on so once again thank you for coming on it's so rad to have you absolutely here and one of my favorite aspects of having guest djs on is one sharing stories and maybe learning a little bit more about them but number two you know i always like finding out what music makes people tick you know we all have our love so um we'll get to some more metal stuff in a little bit but for first i want to kick off a uh, quick uh, heavy, ta- a heavy, <laughs> heavy town, heavy sound uh, set for you all. This is Black Cobra speaking of local bands doing a track called One Nine from their BCL record. All right, <laughs> that does it for my very short set there that was dystopia the kings of the pma right uh doing backstabber uh from the aftermath record and uh we were just talking about i was so sad i, I was unable to attend i had obligated to photograph another show that night but dino the drummer of the dystopia is in a new band called i think they're called dead form and they have uh, demo tape out and it's pretty good and they played their very first and only show so far at the First Church of the Buzzard and I had talked to a couple people that went to that and they said it was easily the most crowded they had ever seen that place so hopefully I get to check them out someday and before that the kings of heaviness uh, brain oil doing dark eyes of my past I really 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 would like to see uh, brain Oil, again, I really hope... I know Greg is busy. He's got many... Uh, he's got what? Uh, Greg's an Autopsy, right? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, Autopsy, and of course, Death graves. So he is crazy busy right now, and uh, he's also um, a producer, music producer, so he's very busy with that. So maybe someday, Brain Oil. And then we kick things off with uh, Black Cobra doing Beastial, And uh, I want to jump back to... Uh, your jams uh speaking of uh i think you left off with a good place with some of your old school metal stories uh i think uh it plays well into what you've got coming up next
1: yes this is the mighty exodus with a lesson in violence <laughs>
3: The pleasure of watching you die is what I will get Fight for what you believe to be right Crush with all your might. I laugh at the pitiful cries. They're right from the fire of my eyes Nothing can save them now You've learned a lesson in violence Get on your knees and bow Or learn a lesson in violence My victims until they're dead I light to the throne A slash explodes in the head I'm just a jury. My sentence has just been passed. Step into to the central of hell You think you can last Fight For what you believe to be right Crush with all your might I laugh at the pitiful cry Violence!
2: Sometimes a man and woman spend 10 or 20 years together and they don't belong together. And then one day, one of them tries to leave and does, but in a most peculiar way. Woman, one of these days I'm leaving, leaving you far behind.
3: And on that day you'll be leaving.
0: One woman, I don't mind Look out in the backyard Mama Cause I'm leaving you real soon Gonna fly me up to Heaven In my big red balloon
2: You're nothing but an old fool And that's all you'll ever be you're nothing but no fool You know you'll never leave me
3: So stop your city playing It's time to settle down And hear me when I'm saying You'll never get that damn thing off the ground
0: Where are you? Cause I'm almost ten feet high, high, high Woman, stop your Cause I'll never eat that pie I'm on my way to
3: Heaven Might even touch the moon Wave me goodbye, I'm leaving
2: In my big red balloon you're nothing but an old fool And that's all you'll ever be
3: You're nothing but an old fool You know you'll never leave me So stop your silly playing It's time to settle down You better hear me when I'm saying
2: You'll never get that damn thing off the ground
3: You never gave me
2: love You never were the kind You never gave me children
0: You never had the time Remember me to no one I was born this afternoon. I've got it all
2: together
3: in my big red balloon. You're nothing but an old fool, and that's all you ever be. Now you're nothing but an old fool,
2: you know you'll never.
1: All right, that was The Resign by Deathgrave. Before that, you heard Big Red Balloon by Spell, which was uh, a Boyd Rice ego project along with Rose McDowell, who I've always thought had a very beautiful voice. Before that was I Am the Sun by Swans. Before that, we heard Black Motor by Charger, another one of my favorite local bands. Looking forward to them hopefully being active again later this year. Um, And hopefully some shows later on either this year or next year before that we heard tomorrow's dream off of my favorite black Sabbath record volume four and we kicked off that set with a lesson in violence by Exodus
0: Fantastic, yes I um, I know I keep I sound like I'm on a broken record, but thank you again for coming in It's it was really cool to have you come in I Always enjoy rubbing shoulders next to you in the photo pit, or if there is no photo pit, uh, right in front of the stage. Likewise. Right. Um, and uh, we're both early arrival folks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we end up yes. hanging out a lot at shows. Uh, but you know, you got to get there early and secure your spot, right? Yep, exactly. Um, so speaking of uh, showing up at shows and doing some photos, uh, what what is your most highly anticipated show? of the year coming up that you're that you know of
1: um right now it's Iron Maiden at Hellfest
0: oh yeah um
1: it looks like I'll be shooting Hellfest in France again this year and Iron Maiden are one of the headliners and Iron Maiden are like it's like the holy grail of photo passes it's always very difficult to get approved and I'll probably have to maybe cash in a favor or two maybe jump through a hoop or two but uh I'm hoping to photograph them um and then I'm very curious about the the Sisters of Mercy. I'll be shooting them this weekend, photographing them, I should say, this weekend in Vegas at the Sick New World Festival, and then again here at the Masonic on the 17th. Um, Skinny Puppy, who I will also be seeing and photographing this weekend in Las Vegas. So, yeah, yeah, i got quite a few. And GBH at Punk Rock Bowling, always one of my favorite bands to photograph. So th- oh, there's a lot coming up that I'm really stoked about
0: yeah it definitely sounds like it um for me personally i mean there's so many good shows coming up but frankly uh i'm so excited because i've never really toured with a band before like i've done like overnights i uh, meeting as as because uh, i've never been in a band but I like mm-hmm. to jump in a van and go with a band uh, i've only done overnights to like san diego or something like that uh but one of my uh, favorite 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 bands uh, of the last many years uh, live bands is this band from Australia called enzyme and uh, they're doing a US tour East and West Coast but I'm uh, reached out to them and I'm gonna jump in the van for a couple days on their West Coast tour Oh wow! and my sole role is to photograph the tour nice uh, yeah I was just basically i I made a little presentation not that's a that's a little um business like but no (laughs) i was just basically i reached out to the guy i know in the one of the guys i know in the band and i was like hey uh i want to photograph you guys because you're so (laughs) incredible live i said i'll cover all my own cost just let me in the van and they're like that sounds awesome come along oh right on so (laughs) i'm so stoked and they're playing uh they're touring with one of my other favorite live uh current live bands uh electric chair so it's going to be four four nights in a row oh wow and they're playing at uh, first church of the buzzard in august that's Uh, right please come out and check it out it'll be it'll be a blazer for sure so uh thank you for coming in uh it's been great to get a little uh look into your musical taste and uh answering all my ridiculous questions (laughs) it's been fun to kind of pick your brain on uh i knew you had a a uh an encyclopedia memory of uh, a <laughs> lot of the shows you've seen and somewhat and uh, you've seen a lot so um thanks for uh coming in my yeah, pleasure i'm going to uh, close things out here uh with a very long version of ministry doing every day is like halloween thanks for tuning in hearing damage guaranteed see you in two weeks at 6 p.m all right